Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Quincy AC, Milton Doyle, Joey Devine, Jacob Wiley, Karis LeVert, Sean Keane, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Musical guest, Vlogging Molly. And now, the host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Schilling. Wait, wait a minute. I'm not the host. And now, the temporary <laughs> host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, and I'm here with my, uh, my, uh, my friend, my podcast host, uh, my basketball compadre. Dave Schilling. Dave, you are back. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. The playoffs are in full swing. Uh, Sunday, I felt like I didn't leave my couch for the entire day because there were like five games on. And uh, so I just sat and and soaked it up. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Sunday was a good day for sure. this This is the best time of the year. I know, you know, opening opening night is fun. Um, All-Star Weekend can be fun. Summer League is fun. But, like, this is when it really matters, guys. This is when it, it's really important. And like, Yeah, that's why we have J. Cole freestyles. That's mm-hmm. how you know it's time to Ooh. it's time to start, dude. He's, Nothing he's, makes me laugh more than Chase Serrano tweeting about how much he hates J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, Jeff Van Gundy's favorite rapper, as he admitted this weekend. Uh, Damning praise. That third voice you're hearing is, as always... The third round ball rocker, Sean Keen. Sean, how have you enjoyed the playoffs so far? Oh, it's been amazing. It's it's I gotta say it was a big step up from the live basketball I was also watching last week, which was uh the scrimmages of the big three combine. Ooh, how was Greg <laughs> Odin looking? Odin did not show up because he is finishing his degree at Ohio State. I was the Ohio dis- State? The Ohio State University. No, a different Ohio State. It's a different one. Uh, Birdman wasn't there. It was a little, a little bit of a bummer. No, no, Chris Birdman, Anderson, no Jonathan Bender, uh, but Tyrus Thomas was like really impressive blocking shots, and then immediately, uh, it was very clear that he was not draftable because of how much he was going after the officials at the three-on-three scrimmages. Yeah, you gotta, was... you gotta pick your battles there, and that is not a battle. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Win or lose. I don't think a... Tyrus Thomas has ever picked a battle. No, it's, that's the problem. It's, it's, it's all battle. Every day is battle. <laughs> um, well, should we talk about the playoffs, you guys? Nah. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's keep let's talking talk about, about the, the WNBA three. draft. <laughs> um, Sean, the first thing I want to ask you before we get deep into the playoffs, yeah, is uh, how mad have you been that there have been so many jump balls? Oh, it's it's driving me crazy. I don't know why it's happening. <laughs> because uh, there's that... there there's been so m- I'm not wrong about this, right? There's just a ton of them in the first that Bucks Celtics game specifically had like 10 million. Yeah. Jump balls. Sloppy, painful game to watch from my chair, from my seat. (laughs) Oh, you don't like watching the wondry of Terry Rozier. (laughs) No, there were a lot of Terry Rozier jerseys in the crowd at the garden. I was like, wow, it's untouchable. (laughs) It's gotten pretty dark in Boston. Um, what, I don't know. What's man. the thought process when you're ordering that jersey? Like, just, I just well, this guy's not bunker. leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I can't talk because I own two jerseys, mm-hmm. and they are a Marco Bellinelli Warriors jersey and an Andres Bedrins Warriors jersey. So yeah, I have a Mike Dunleavy <laughs> Junior Warriors and a Chris Humphreys Brooklyn Nets. Hold on, I'm googling Andre Ingram Lakers jersey right now. I just have. To oh, they're that. for sale. I got an email from the Lakers they saying they're for sale. Okay, well, so add that to my list. Does Does that mean Brandon Ingram now has to have a B on his jersey? I don't think Andre Ingram's going to be playing for the Lakers. <laughs> the South Bay Lakers, maybe, but yeah, yeah. yeah because the Memphis Grizzlies are going to. Uh, offer him three for 30 this offseason. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening. Or Orlando. Mm-hmm. Memphis or Orlando. That, those are the those are the homes for him. Oh, one um, of my favorite, not to circle back to the big three again, but there was a player who played in the NBA last year who was not drafted. So that was kind of an amazing milestone for the league. Which player was that, Sean? Uh, uh, Xavier Silas. Okay. I think it's Paul yeah, Silas's yeah. nephew. He was on the Celtics in like March, and the big three was like, mm, I just can't fit into the league. Can't find a spot for him. There's a lot of talent, man. <laughs> I, you gotta, I you guess. gotta step up. You gotta step up your game. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. There's so many <laughs> jump balls. I feel like it's a cowardly call too. Like, like make a decision. Make him take the ball. Well, against the... well, that's what fucked the Bucks. That that was a jump ball. If that other jump ball was a jump ball, then that sixth foul on Giannis was also a jump ball. I'm yeah, sorry. You, you gotta keep. You gotta take care of possession, man. How many turnovers did they have in game yeah. one? The Too Bucks. Many? Too yeah. many. I think. Too many. <laughs> he was also showing I... a ridiculous degree of aggressiveness on free throw rebounds, <laughs> which. <laughs> Is a rough gambit when you have five fouls. I mean, that's a that's a real it's a real Russell Westbrook move. Um, <laughs> you know, Milwaukee's really missing Matthew Dellavedova right now. That guy. I was going to say, care. you know what, Milwaukee's really missing a coach. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So what's yeah. what's what's wrong with Delhi right now? Is he is he back? I forget. Up? Did someone shoot I mean, him th- in a revenge? Play? I think he has a it's an ankle thing. Um, Who is the worst coach in the playoffs right now? And, the Bucks uh, coach. Because I was going to say Tom, Tom Thibodeau. 
Tibbs, I cannot. Tibbs is also terrible. <laughs> Tibbs is very bad. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that series. Oh, the Derrick first... Rose comeback series is what it's turned out to be. Yeah. But, but first, I'm looking at our rundown here, and Sean has an NHL question. <laughs> I just I just noticed this, and it it just Hold made me. Baby. Uh, yeah. So the the current playoff leaders, the teams leading their series. Uh, Boston, okay, but the other teams are San Jose, Las Vegas, Winnipeg, Nashville, Columbus, Tampa, and Pittsburgh. Like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough ratings year. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> if we get could we get could we get like a Winnipeg San Jose final? No, Does because that work? the San Jose Sharks can't make the NHL finals. I mean, they did. It's a rule. They did two years ago. <laughs> they didn't make the Stanley Cup. Finals. Yeah, they did. They did. They lost to the they Penguins. The Sharks. They lost the it was they lost two years ago. Oh my bad. <laughs> Sorry, two championships don't help you sleep at night. So <laughs> one, the one failure you've had in three years. I'm ve- I'm very. I, I mean, the thing that's frustrating about the Sharks having a lead is. I I don't really have an LA team to root for. I'm going to this year I have resolved to uh start going to LA Sparks games. But That's great, me too. I also just I'm ready to leave the San Jose Sharks in the past and just become a Los Angeles Kings team. I just want to have like a few teams in the city that I live in and will presumably live in for many, many years uh that I can just enjoy. You, you couldn't pick a, a, a less important sport than hockey. I think you made the right choice because yeah. you won't be considered a bandwagon fan. It's As long as you say, well, it's hockey, people will say it's fine. Yeah, and it's but, like, it, it's not, I'm not rooting for a team from Anaheim. So, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Here's here's my question about the NHL playoffs. Before what are we, we doing? The- <laughs> Come on. I have one question. So the teams are San Jose, Las Vegas, Winnipeg, Nashville, Columbus, Tampa, and Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Plus, aren't those impossible? Aren't those also the teams in uh, any given Sunday? <laughs> oh, um, are they? like the Miami Sharks. Those are their yeah. opponents. <laughs> I think that's um, where right. the new XFL is playing in all the <laughs> cities too. That's the reason Sean had that question was, his question is, would David Stern have ever allowed that to happen? Absolutely not. No. No fucking way. <laughs> Has there ever been an era of the NBA where it was just small market teams were winning? No. Let's go, I mean, you'd have to go all the way back to before Magic and Bird. Like yeah, the yeah. Rochester Royals. Okay, guys, here's what I want to do. I want to go through each playoff series, and I want... We're going to talk about what we thought was going to happen. So, like, blank in six or whatever. And then I'm going to ask if any if you've, if those, any of those predictions have changed now that we've played a game or two. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? Sounds great. Sounds great. All right. Uh, let's start with the Rockets and the Timberwolves. I personally had the Rockets in four. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, me too. Are you, are you guys, I mean, come on. Yeah, obviously. This is a sweep. This is a uh, swizzeep. <laughs> so my question is, have you seen anything to change your mind, gentlemen? I mean, the well, game they, was really close. Yeah, it was shockingly close. Uh, I mean, isn't that going to, I mean, 
look, Chris Paul is going to turn the ball over in yeah. the waning seconds of any fourth quarter. So, <laughs> One thing I think was a little bit weird is everybody after that game was like, that's their one chance to steal a game. And I can't tell if they meant because it was game one or because the game was close. Because I don't, I don't know that it's particularly I'm easier to win. I'm pretty sure it's because the game was close. Yeah, because I don't feel like it's particularly... Yeah, there's not going to be another close game. Yeah, I don't really think so. It did seem like the Rockets weren't able to take that many three-pointers, which seems encouraging for, you know, a little bit. But uh, it their, their offense was also well, very bad. Well, we have to bad. talk about the rise of Derrick Rose <laughs> right? and exactly why his usage rate was so high and can Minnesota win a game if they actually play a smart basketball game? <laughs> I mean, as close as it was running their offense through Derrick Rose, you have to wonder if Carl Anthony Towns and, and Jimmy Butler actually get a chance to take over the game. Can they win? Well, let me uh, walk you through the usage rates for game okay. one here. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Towns, 14.2%. <sighs> Butler, 15.6%. <sighs> Jay Craw, Jamal Crawford, 22.2%. Andrew Wiggins, 25.7%. Jeff Teague, 26.4%. Uh, Gorgie Jang, 28.6%. And Derek Rose, 30.8%. Now, I read somewhere that Derek Rose said that Tom Thibodeau didn't even congratulate him after he won the MVP trophy. So <laughs> if he didn't even congratulate him when he was good and like respected him when he was good, what is he doing now? He's making up for it. He's like, I'm sorry I forgot to. I'm sorry I forgot to congratulate you, Derek. Here's the ball. Shoot it every time. (laughs) It feels to me like he's got Doc Rivers syndrome, that whoever was good when he was considered an excellent coach, he's just going to sign. I got to get Todd Gibson. I got to get Derek Rose. I'm going to play them like 30 minutes a game and the hell with these young kids. It makes no sense. It is. And they got to fire him. You've got to fire him. I don't so, care if they didn't play out. They should have been like a four seed and they were an eight seed. He's, he's a uh, Ice! 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 <laughs> that's, him yelling at, uh, that's him yelling at Glenn Taylor when he tries to fire him. Um, I'm done with him. Stop ruining a great, fun team. Yeah, um, it, it, so I, I feel like one of my questions. Oh, yeah, go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Oh, I just thought Jeff Teague no, go had ahead, a pretty Sean. good. Jeff Teague had a pretty good game on Chris Paul. That's the one uh, silver lining for them, I think. But yeah, Jamal Jamal Crawford yeah, and Derrick I... Rose taking twenty five shots is probably not ideal. Look, Jeff Teague and Andrew Wiggins being third and fourth in usage is correct. It's uh. uh the Towns, it's Towns and Butler. They're their two best offensive weapons. What are they? Why are they? Why do they not have the ball? Are they that? Are they that afraid of Clint Capella in the post that they don't want to give Towns the basketball? Well, I mean, he's not doing a good job on Clint Capella in the post anyway. So, like, I don't, you know, Clint Capella killed him. Clint Capella scored. 
uh, 16 more points than Carl Towns did. So if you if you haven't read my my profile or piece about Clint Capella from the beginning of the season, please do. I knew this was going to happen. I targeted <laughs> him early and said that guy is going to be a beast. And I was right. Yeah, um, he ruled. He's he's awesome, and and Houston feels like a complete basketball team. Yeah, you know who did it? You know who who turned things around for the Houston Rockets? PJ Tucker? Not quite. I'll give you one more guess. Luke Richard uh, and Baumute. Eric Gordon? No. no. Uh, oh, uh, oh, seven-time All-Star <laughs> and future Hall of Famer Joe oh, Johnson? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> So here's a question for you guys. Uh, Tibbs is already taking away the three-pointer from the Rockets. Mm -hmm. Uh, And long-term, my question is, will teams without Jamal Crawford and Derrick Rose do a better job of this? Yeah. (laughs) Warriors. I mean, I think it's... The Warriors fit so well and they close out so well. Yeah, I feel like teams are going to be able to either run them off the three-point line or try to stop their pick and roll, but not really both. If yeah. that makes sense. Like, like it seems like, uh, you know, Houston was like 10 of 37 from three, but Clint Capella uh, just dominated. So, uh, well, But I do, th- yeah, I, I do I, think I the Rockets agree. are a little bit vulnerable to that. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. And again, in my piece about Clint Capella, I said it's going to be all about the front court in that matchup because you're throwing out JaVale McGee. Is that really going to be enough to, to seal the paint if they give up easy twos to, to close off the three-point line? I don't know. See, I have a different idea, which is I don't think the fucking – Wolves did anything. Uh, I think if you're going to shoot 40 to 50 three-pointers a game, you're also just going to have games every once in a while where you only hit, like, single digits. Or 10, in this case. I don't think the Wolves are actually really doing anything. You might be right about that. I mean, I, I think everyone who said it was going to be a sweep Said it was going to be a sweep for, for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minnesota doesn't match up very well with, with the Rockets. Game two is going to be a, a big uh, answer for this question. If they can do it again, you're probably right that they won't. Game two is going to be, I'm going to tell you right now, game two is going to be a blowout. <laughs> game three will be close. Game four, another blowout. I wouldn't that be is, mad about that. That's... Lock it in. <laughs> My philosophy um, about the the first round of the playoffs is to get it over with as soon as possible. Yeah, should be um, best of five. Yeah, that was great. I missed that. I don't need a seven game series here because most of these are lopsided contests. There are some, and we can talk about Blazers, Pelicans, and Thunder Jazz, and my sweet sweet Cavs Pacers series uh, <laughs> later on. But most of these are just like cupcake. Um, all right, let's yeah, – one there... last question. Yeah. Uh, to psych out Mike D'Antoni, should Tom Thibodeau grow a mustache? Ooh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that's the only move they have, really. Except, except for, like, playing Tyus Jones, their fourth-best player. 
instead of uh, <laughs> sitting him on the bench the whole game. Can we can we briefly talk about the play call uh, in in the, at the end of the game? The ridiculous three that was actually a two that didn't even <laughs> have rim. Yeah, like what? That was when I fully gave up on. <laughs> what is that play? At least Jimmy Butler was shooting it and not Derrick Rose, uh-huh. but still. He had, well, Derrick Rose he, was the decoy three dudes on, the on him. There were three dudes on him. <laughs> and he just chucked it. They had a lot of time. How much time was they left? They had a remember? fair amount of time in that game. Uh... Set up something. Run a pick and roll. Do, try to get some separation between the ball handler and the defender. Nah. It was. It was... Run, run to the corner and throw it in the air. It, to me, it reminded me of the game I'd watched earlier in the day, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, where at the end of the fourth quarter, the Bucks were getting all these great shots by running stuff, and then in overtime, they stopped doing that. Well, eventually <laughs> and then it was of, like a lot of, of people just throwing shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's what happens when you don't have a coach. <laughs> the shots of selection in general for from Milwaukee was my buck. Yeah. I tweeted that there were I think more mid-range jumpers from the Bucks in that game than the entire NBA season that had just passed. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe kept they kept swinging the ball to Eric Bledsoe who then for would pass up the wide open three-pointer and then dribble twice to like take a 20 footer. It was infuriating. <laughs> it was 1989. <laughs> Who are you? What are you um, the Bucks only had three different guys who made a three pointer in that game. Well, let's just talk about that series right now. So I mean, yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Uh, so I literally I, nothing in the rundown for the series. <laughs> oh, this game made me mad. I had to do a radio hit. And I was just, it was during the game. And I think I said, thank you for letting me do this so I don't have to pay attention to this basketball. So my prediction going into the series was actually Bucks in seven. Me too. I had, I had (laughs) Celtics in six, but I didn't love it very much at all. I just thought, I thought that the Bucks were just like broken at the core. Well, my, my theory was. If you have the ostensibly the three best players in the series, no, you have to win. They have you the have best player in the series. Don't you think Al They're Horford's better than, than anyone besides Giannis on the Bucks? Sure, but I think Chris Middleton is then much better than anyone on the Chris Celtics. Middleton is super good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> um, I, but uh. After watching you guys, come on! <laughs> but after watching the Bucks play the Celtics on Saturday, uh, or I mean on Sunday, I'm gonna say uh, my opinions have changed because Eric Bledsoe is good in my mind, but sucks when you you actually have to watch him play basketball. He made some Agreed. of the worst fouls imaginable in that game. <laughs> I mean. I Malcolm Brogdon has played like three games this season, and he is also like a 28 year old second year player, and he is so much better than Eric Bledsoe. It is crazy. 
is the who is the second best player in this series to each of you guys? Then I mean, oh, third best because Middleton and and Giannis are very good. But would you say Jalen Brown? Well, I mean, Horford's the second best player, but then I think Middleton's the third best. So uh, fourth, who would then? Let's talk about fourth. Who's the fourth best? I guess is it it's Jalen Brown. I just, yeah, maybe. I think so. It's weird that it's Jalen Brown, but I think it is. I think it is. It, it might be Terry Rozier. <laughs> Such a Fine, I'm buying the jersey, okay? Do <laughs> uh, you think Marcus it, Smart is going to make a difference if he comes back? Marcus Smart played... No, Mar- I, I meant Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris had some monster plays in that yeah. fourth quarter. I mean, they, uh, they... it was infuriating. I hate, I hate Marcus Morris. He's my least favorite of the twins. <laughs> well, they they play a they they kind of force the Celtics to play really big, just because the Bucks are so tall. Um, you know, Morris played thirty five minutes off the bench in that game. They the they played real heavy minutes. Forty four for Horford, forty four for Tay. Like, yeah, not not a lot of. Uh, I mean, Marcus he, Morris was the whole bench, basically. And weirdly, Joe Shane Prunty Larkin took... plus 12. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a guy I just, I purely can't stand. That's it. He should be in the G League. They got to get Delhi <laughs> on him, right? Yeah, that's a that's a Titanic matchup. Oh, God. Shane Larkin is just a huge bummer. It took uh, Joe Prunty so long in that game to take out John Henson. He had some moments. Henson, he was getting torched, though. Yeah, but he had some they offensive, gave up, like, offensive moments. No, but they gave up, like, 20 offensive rebounds. Like, that can't... Like... Well, Boston is a, a, a much-improved rebounding team, um, surprisingly. So Sure, I just mean, no? like, if you're giving up that many offensive rebounds playing a center, don't play the center. Who yeah. cares? Just run. Like, try and outrun them. Well, like, they it have, took well, him they... so long to play Giannis at center. Isn't it and sad that... that they're so long and then they can't out-rebound Boston? I mean, One of the worst that... rebounding playoff teams <laughs> of all time. <laughs> I want to cry. Do we have to they keep have... talking about this series? There were, there, were so many plays, there were so many plays in that series. I mean, in, like in that overtime alone where they would get a stop and then, like, knock a loose ball away, and then just none of the Bucks would go after the ball. And then, like, they would give up a wide-open layup because three Bucks had already started running down the court. God, it was frustrating. So what do can Get the Bucks a coach, turn... Milwaukee. Well, can the Bu- <laughs> do you think the Bucks can turn it around? Uh, I think so. It's a, I, I said seven games, so I stand by it. Here's here's what I would do if I were the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Mm-hmm. I would call Don Nelson in Maui and say, I will pay you a million dollars just to coach this playoffs. <laughs> and I think they would beat the Celtics. <laughs> would you be giving Tyler Zeller more minutes if you were the Milwaukee Bucks? No! <laughs> nah. <laughs> This is the problem. They don't have anyone that you can say, "Oh, there's a sixth man or seventh man that can that can swing a basketball game." They just don't have it. 
Yeah, it's... they need to play. They they need to they need to play. We believe Warriors style basketball, and only play six guys. And so that just six guys: Tony Snell. And then so you've got yep. like Bro- You just are constantly playing Brogdon and Jabari, and then you. you no, I wouldn't play. even play Jabari. Jabari's bad. So yeah, Jabari so... is is a bust. He's done. So so Hen- so you're just playing Giannis Middleton. Bledsoe, Snell, Brogdon, and Henson. Terry, baby. I was gonna. Oh, you want Jason Terry? Get in there. Give me the jet. <laughs> he can still shoot. Uh, he played eighteen minutes in that game. I mean, I would play Delhi if he was healthy in that spot. He but might, if Delhi's not healthy, he Terry, might be baby. back though. I don't. I, I think he's. I think he's been cleared now. Well, he was on the bench last yeah, game, was, but did not play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been hurt know, for like three months, but uh... but yeah, yeah, I'd play but, him but too. Yeah, I'm the not, Bucks, I'm not looking the forward Bucks, to the game tonight. You're not winning this next round. You've been gifted a chance to win this round because the Celtics are so hurt. You might as well do the D'Antoni Nelson thing and just play six Six long wings <laughs> and see what happens, baby. It's an incredible idea, and I'm for it. You're right. They're playing with house money right now. No one cares if they win or lose. It's... They fired their coach. They shouldn't even be here. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Jason Kidd fan. You guys know that. But yeah. this is better? How no. is this better? <laughs> I mean, at least Jason Kidd is, like, fun to watch and yell at and stuff <laughs> um all right let's go to our next series uh, on. the warriors and spurs i had the warriors in five you got gentlemen sweep huh yeah i think you're gonna be wrong about that i also I thought it, yeah. i thought it was gonna be five and now i feel dumb for not calling the sweep san antonio I... not good no, they're no, they're like they're, they're really th- bad. The thing is, Manu really uh, deceived me because he's still pretty effective and he's old. And I just kind of thought like, oh, these guys, they're just gonna hold it together with that San Antonio magic. But uh, Tony Parker's really bad now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and De- Deontay Murray's not good yet, and so no. that that really puts him at a disadvantage. Also because. Um, Patty Mills cannot guard Clay Thompson or Nick Young or, <laughs> you know, like, so they're, they're just hurt. Like normally they're really able to, you know, figure it out on the defensive end, but it just seemed like even last night, it just felt like they just got tired in the third quarter and they just they're simultaneously an old and a young team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Where you looked and you're uh, like, wow, these were some seriously good contributions from Davis Bertans, and yet <laughs> you're just getting zero from Tony Parker and Pau Gasol. Yep. They're, um, they're a misconstructed basketball team without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, because I really think you watch the team. Any- yeah. If you, if you look at them and imagine them with Kawhi, this, is, this series is a battle, uh, especially yep. with Curry out. But, yeah, like – Having to start Rudy Gay, having to figure out what to do with Kyle Anderson, it's just, it really hurts them 
uh, not to have the guy who can guard anyone on the floor and then just have to really uh, dip into some some rough stuff in their uh, wing rotation. So I have a question for you guys. Uh, last night, Greg Popovich on the podium said this about LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. Quote, oh, I love this quote. He doesn't complain about a darn thing. He plays through everything. I can't imagine being more proud of a player as far as playing through adversity and being there for his teammates night after night after night. Uh-huh. This is, it's the douchiest quote I've heard in a long time. Well, my question is, is this a dig at Kawhi <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> yes, obviously. But like, he's, Popovich is mad at that guy. He yeah. is not coming back to San Antonio next year. <laughs> do we? He's a Laker. Yeah. Is he? Does he hate San Antonio enough to turn down that supermax? Yeah, I mean, maybe San Antonio doesn't want to give him a supermax anymore. I don't think San Antonio wants to give it to him, and uh, I think I think that they have decided mutually to part ways. They're not going to announce it or anything. It's just like, okay, I'm not coming back. I'm going to rest up. I'm going to get my full value, and I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's maybe. Yeah. Maybe the Spurs can get Terry Rozier for him. Um, <laughs> you know, the third best player in a playoff series yeah. right now. <laughs> let, me, let me ask a big question that's probably more suited for a, uh, after the postseason podcast. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Are the Spurs about to hit a multi-year slump where they stop making the playoffs every year? Um. I don't think so. <laughs> I think they. You think they're going to be good next year without Kawhi Leonard? Uh, they didn't have Kawhi Leonard this year, and they still made the playoffs with these this weirdo lineup of people. Yeah, well, whatever they about... get for Kawhi Leonard, like they'll get good stuff, and Popovich will like make lemons out of it. I mean, make lemonade out of it. At what point I is he sick of it, it though? Like, like when, How much longer does Pop have? He's been yeah, the coach there class. for 22 years or something. He's got nothing left to prove. I mean, he seems to still he... like it, but I just yeah. Wonder. I mean, I'm wondering if he's fed up by those fans now. Who have you? Did you guys read that that uh, racist, story racist yesterday? Spurs fan? Yeah, those Spurs fans who have stopped watching the Spurs because they like Trump so much. Yeah, don't, can't you imagine a world where he goes to maybe a less conservative city? No. Where he can get back wine? I don't see him taking another job after this. You think he's going to retire? Well, yeah. This is right. like some Jerry Sloan shit, dude. What if he ends up coaching USA basketball or something? Like, full-time. I could That I could see. Um, so, otherwise, Kawhi has two years left on his existing deal. Which is a max contract too, but just isn't uh, you know a five year. But if you remember right, deal. but if you remember right, the Bulls couldn't really get anything from Jimmy uh, for Jimmy Butler because he was only two years out too. Because now teams only want to trade for guys who have like four years on their contract. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it definitely proved to be a, a terrible decision for Minnesota to give up all those assets for Jimmy Butler. Beware. <laughs> two years left. 
I mean, to be fair, the Bulls actually did much better in that trade than we all thought they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so that means uh, that when the Celtics trade Kyrie Irving this summer, they won't be able to get nearly <laughs> as much back. Look, he got hurt in the he got hurt in the playoffs. I'm sorry, it's a business. Danny Ainge doesn't care. <laughs> You get, get some picks for that. You, yeah. you need more draft picks. They've wasted so many. Do you think they would? Tra- do you um, think uh, they acquire Kawhi for Kyrie? Who says no? <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. I would do it. Hundred percent. You got a better defender in, in Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah. Here's the problem <laughs> with trading for another star. <laughs> Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge has been so good this year because LaMarcus Aldridge's entire deal is like, I want to be the guy. Well, he's... Like, he left Portland because Damian Lillard was, like, more charismatic than him. Uh... <laughs> so he went to the one city where it's it's easy to not be interesting? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, if I play next to Kawhi, like, uh, like the, just the personality black hole over there will make my dim dying star of a personality shine brighter uh i just want to say lamarcus aldridge is 32 years old he will be 33 in july prime of his life baby yeah Yeah, there's there's no better time to get a front court player than in their mid-30s and he he admittedly has been very good this year he's even been good in this playoffs but Excellent trade ship. Boy, is what you're talking he's about, so. still fucking Lamarcus Aldridge. <laughs> Today's episode of Round Ball Rock is brought to you by Taj Gibson's brand new Hawaiian-themed casino in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. It's called the Taj Mahalo. Taj Gibson brings his years of NBA experience to deliver the roughest, toughest casino experience in the Midwest, where everyone must wear a flower print shirt at all times. Other casinos let you walk right up to a blackjack table, but at the Taj Mahalo, you need to fight for position against a beefy dealer holding a surfboard. The Taj Mahalo isn't locals only, but try telling that to the staff, Howley. And the entertainment is top-notch. It's the only casino in the world that plays episodes of Magnum P.I. and Jake and the Fat Man on a non-stop loop. It's also the only place to see Yoakum Noah's new metal band, Ronnie Brewer's jazz ensemble Bitches Brewer, and in August, the debut of white rapper slash gritty combo guard Heinrich Homie Kwan. And if you're brave enough, there's the insult comedy of Tom Thibodeau, the hardest sweating man in show business who also constantly chugs Diet Coke out of a hollowed-out coconut. Technically, there's no liquor license, but the Taj Mahalo does have Carlos Boozer, who is willing to let you drink anything from the mini-fridge in his office. So come to the Taj Mahalo, and if you do well, make sure to grab your winnings quickly, before Taj Gibson himself hacks your arms with the ukulele. No easy jackpots! And if you book before May 1st, you can get 25% off any room directly next to the ICE machine. The Taj Mahalo Casino. Take it easy on those macadamia nuts, okay? All right, I think that's enough about the Warriors-Spurs. We all think that's going to be a sweep, right? Yeah, yeah. and, like, we're never going to know what's going on with Kawhi until the summer anyway. Like, it yeah. seems like he's mad at the team doctors for misdiagnosing him or it's just kind of unhappy in general. But, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see Kyle Kuzma on the Spurs next year and Kawhi Leonard alongside... Paul George and Lonzo Ball next year in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh my lord. 
be still my beating heart. Um, so let's move on to uh, an exciting series, I would say, in the West. The Blazers versus the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I had the Blazers in seven. I said six. I also said six. But, you know, I realize I haven't really watched the boogie-free Pelicans very much. And uh, Miritich fits in really well. I think you mean the Drew Holiday Pelicans. The Drew Holiday. That's his team, baby. (laughs) Yeah. My theory going into this series was that Drew Holiday is really, really good at defense, and Rondo is fine at defense, but those are the kind of guys you want to guard Damon CJ. Well, they're a lot bigger. I didn't see a guy that could really guard Anthony Davis on the Trailblazers roster. Uh, And you were correct about that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So after one game, how are you guys feeling? I'm perplexed. I don't know what to think. I, I really didn't don't. understand what the what the Blazers were doing at the end of the game. That was the thing that was the most shocking to me. Like, everything else was kind of like, yeah, I could see them not being able to handle Anthony Davis. I could see this. I was surprised that the Pelicans were up so much. But really, the end of the game was the most baffling thing when they ran a play yeah. for Myers Leonard. I'm going to be honest <laughs> here. Is uh, Terry Sots the worst coach in the in the playoffs? No, Joe Prunty. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to be honest. I watched the first three quarters of this game, and the Pelicans were up by so much, I just turned it off. Uh-huh. And then everyone was texting me like, wow, this game got really close, and I still have no idea how that happened. Well, one thing that did happen that uh... – What's driving me crazy with the announcers is uh, the Blazers down the stretch, probably like I think it was something like the last like four minutes to one minute to go in the game. They just really, really closed. And uh, Alvin Gentry just didn't take a timeout. And I guess it was because he wanted to have two left at the end of the game. But, uh, you know, the Blazers, the, the Pelicans were up. 13 points with five minutes to go and then uh you know it, it, the lead got cut down to three in the next two minutes uh they just seemed really tired going down and mm-hmm. uh basically they didn't take a timeout until McCollum hit a three like with exactly a minute to go and then it was a one-point game mm-hmm. so it was just like that that felt like oh, and then the the game ended with the Pelicans still having a timeout remaining, so it didn't. That was the thing where I don't actually think this game should have been as close as it was. Like it's a it's a two point game, and it really came down to the end. But I I think if Alvin Gentry just calls a timeout with like two minutes to go instead, uh, mm-hmm. they they don't have as much trouble because David. They the 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 few guys they had who were really playing played super heavy minutes and mm-hmm. Holiday was still playing well at the end but I mean their top four guys all played forty minutes and their fifth guy was like I think they could play each one more a little bit more I think you you are always so in the tank for each one more it <laughs> is rules, dude 
It is bizarre how <laughs> Etwan Moore is secretly your favorite NBA player. He, I I feel like they didn't play him enough. <laughs> Can we talk about Rondo a little bit? Dude had well, 15 assists. And he didn't well, take a shot until so long in the game. Like, he literally had, I think it was a two-on-none or maybe even a three-on-none. And even as he was taking the layup, he was, like, looking behind him to see if he could dump it off and have, like, a 20-assist, zero-shot game. This is the perfect Rondo game. Yeah. If you can get a game where he doesn't take any shots and he has 17 assists, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And he was Except hitting the you're... boards, too. That was that was kind of <laughs> underrated, too. I mean, what I will say about his assist is I don't remember any plays he had where he, uh, instead of taking a wide-open layup, threw to like a guy who was covered on the at the three-point line. So that's a positive, I guess. Yeah, so that's uh, the very implication there. <laughs> the implication there is that he's not being left open, which is weird because shouldn't you be just giving up on him, sagging off of him, and letting him take ridiculous jump shots? Are they guarding him? <laughs> I mean, why are they guarding him? They have either CJ uh, or Dame on him, so that's not really guarding him. You know, you know what I mean? and, and, <laughs> we should talk about them too really quickly. Yeah. They were four of twenty from three. Yeah, they looked like the Toronto Raptors backcourt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they um, ended up picking it up at the end, but uh that was also kinda like desperation against uh, a tired team. Uh, I I don't think Evan Turner should be taking 15 shots. I know that's a bold claim, but uh, I'm going to stand by it. I fully expect Portland to win game two, by the way. But, uh, yeah. uh, why? Because they're going to drop more plays for Pat Connaughton? <laughs> <laughs> they also played Wade Baldwin the fourth for oh. three minutes. And I don't, I don't know the game situation, but like you probably shouldn't be going 11 deep in a close playoff game. Like, you can go 11 <laughs> deep if you have a 20-point lead or deficit, but, like, I don't know. Ed Davis was good, you know? I'm a, I'm yeah. a pro Ed Davis. I yeah, Ed Davis is always pretty good. Um. But, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be tough. The Blazers had a lot of trouble scoring, and their Here's defense was okay. Is Nurk playable in this series? No. It, I mean, it, it almost seems like it's worth it just for him to get rebounds and maybe draw fouls, but uh, he can't guard Anthony Davis. You I know, mean, he can if... probably guard Emeka Okafor. Yeah, Okafor did not <laughs> enter the game, weirdly enough. Um, he's basically Zaza Pachulia-ing this series, right? And you he's he's going to play a few minutes in the first quarter and then not come back again. <laughs> yeah. And you know, this this sounds this is going to sound like a little bit stupid, but uh I actually think that Solomon Hill could swing this series. <laughs> Only oh my because God. The, just it's just wow. cuz the Pelicans have so little depth. Wait, you mean Evan Turner South? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just like but just like I feel like He's probably a better option than Czech Diallo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just it, I could see him getting into a game and going like three of five from three. 
I don't, I, you know, I don't think it's a huge deal, but like for a team that, you know, was on fumes at the end of the game, if Solomon Hill can play like fifteen effective minutes for them, that would really go a long way. I don't think he's any good. Well, he's just been hurt all year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think he's very good. I mean, maybe uh, he just maybe he. I just like sucks. your Etwan Moore uh, idea better. <laughs> well, I'd like them to play, but they could. Damn it! I just mean like. Again. I just mean like you can, you can maybe steal a couple minutes from Miritich and Anthony Davis if Solomon Hill is not garbage. Maybe he's garbage. I don't know. Um. So here's my next question for you guys: Is Beardless Miritich, like, uh, the opposite of Samson. Oh, like like I, he gains strength from that? Like he gains strength from not having a beard? It's like Mike D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. He loses the mustache and <laughs> no. now he's the best coach in the NBA. Yeah. He, they, come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Joey. It's, the, the numbers D'Antoni don't lie. The same guy. The, the numbers do not lie. Mustache versus post mustache. Was it just not that... his fault that Lakers team was fucking trash? So and hey, that man. Knicks team. Well, I they like had Dwight Howard. They had Kobe Bryant. Come on. Well, they there's also. Dash. I think there's something especially effective for shaving off your beard uh, right before you're going to play a team for Portland, because the crowd's like, oh, "What are you doing? You should have a beard." You should play the bass. <laughs> what are you doing? No! Throw that back right now. It could also be that um, finally his facial damage from Bobby Portis has healed enough that he can be clean-shaven <laughs> rather than hiding you know, the grotesque results of a felony assault. Um, all right, Sean, any questions you want to ask about this series? Um, are there questions I want? Oh, uh, what, which New Orleans Pelican is most likely to have hit up thrift stores on the off days? Americans? I think it's Alvin Gentry himself. (laughs) (laughs) I think you might be right because like, I could see Rondo being into it, but I think he's like way too much of a germaphobe to ever wear someone else's clothes. Right. But it, it kind of like fit. It would fit his aesthetic otherwise. Plus, I'm sure there's like a Connect Four bar in Portland. Oh, he spent that's his what he's doing. Yeah, at. just like <laughs> drinking. I feel like he's drinking a lot of Sprite. I don't. I don't have any foundation for that. But and just like you know taking I, on all comers. Here's who I think is definitely hanging out at the thrift store: DeAndre Liggins. Don't ask me why. <laughs> he just looks like a dude who likes to save money. Yeah, I could see him like, like actually being a seller at that. Like he pu- he packed <laughs> an extra road. bag to make a little yeah. extra cash. He's like on the trip. really upset that the lady at Buffalo Exchange won't take his Supreme shirt. Yeah. Um, well, I also uh, it's, it's I the also, wrong season. Sorry. He he. Pl- I just wonder. DeAndre Liggins was on the Thunder enough that I just wonder if he just ended up with a bunch of cast off Russell Westbrook clothes. Because <laughs> Westbrook only wears it's, things once, so surprisingly easy to go into someone's locker and steal something. Yeah, <laughs> he was also on the Cavs. Yes, he was. DeAndre Liggins is kind of like a thrift store player. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm yeah, he's he's the out of the closet Robert Ory. Like, 
only slightly used. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, and then my All other right. question is, oh. will Anthony Davis be able to find a stripper with a unibrow? Ew. That's like having yourself strip for you. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. I feel like and are we talking about a unibrow on the head or? Hey, you know, oh. Anthony Davis don't care. He's <laughs> like, I don't believe in shaving either, baby. Was that the lamest stunt of the year? That was the worst. Yes, it was terrible. It was worse than that Colin Kaepernick, Russell Westbrook shaved eyebrow bet. Do you remember that? That was also fake. Um. All right, let's move on. Uh, any? So has have your predictions changed, guys? No, I think the Blazers still win. I still think the Blazers win it, but like I probably would have picked them in seven and not six if i could do it again yeah i'm feeling good about my blazers in seven prediction uh because knowing rondo he's either gonna get hurt or stop trying mid-series all right um (laughs) he's not wrong (laughs) let's talk about playoff p baby baby. (laughs) and the thunder jazz thunder versus jazz i had the jazz in seven I still do uh, too. I went. I love that. I love that. That's a hot pick. Bear boy. Yes, I, I was. I I'm all about this. I was. A, I was thunder in six. Uh, I actually feel more inclined to go with Sean after watching one game. I just um, thought the Jazz wouldn't be able to score enough to win, and like the weird. ISO stuff that's really frustrating about Oklahoma City in the regular season, they have guys who are good at it in the playoffs. Like, like Russell Westbrook's good at making terrible shots, and that's often what you get against Utah. Well, what I will say is what game one of this series really reminded me of is that Heat team, Dwayne Wade's rookie year. Mm. The road, um, Dwayne Wade Heat team, where it's like, they're going to lose in round one, but everyone's going to be like, wow, that Dwayne Wade was really good. They should trade for Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. Oh, no, oh, I'm not. I, I'm, I mean, the refs worked. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Donovan Mitchell was amazing, but it just, I don't think they have enough yet. Like oh, is 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 his health situation figured out for game two? He has a hurt toe. Oh, he's, fine. he's gonna that's play. Not, that's <laughs> not the kind of injury that tends to linger for months or anything. Yeah, not. It doesn't get worse. <laughs> That'd probably get worse. But he just said, "I just stubbed my toe. I'm fine." Yeah, that's what he would say if he wanted to play in the playoffs. I'd yeah. shut his ass down. <laughs> Shut him down. He's an MVP caliber player. Shut him down. Don't ruin your chance at a championship in five years. Yeah. See, Dave, I would have thought as a Laker fan, you would be rooting for Donovan Mitchell to uh, play as much as possible because playoff P can't can't pass through this series, baby. (laughs) I mean, I, I honestly think that Paul George stays in Oklahoma City. Wow. It's a better better situation. The taxes are lower in Oklahoma. Um, What's the benefit of him going to the Lakers at this point? He's from, uh, he can be closer to his family in Palmdale. (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> I mean, he probably moved them to the city anyway. But he's yeah, I don't. He seems he like a guy who would have maybe not actually like who thinks he wants to play in a big city, but like when he's actually in big cities, things bad things happen to him. Oh, yep. you mean like giving himself the worst possible name possible? The Let's talk about this a briefly. Series start. <laughs> Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony made fun of him at a press conference. <laughs> Oh, that's what his nickname is, and they couldn't stop laughing. We have to apologize to Paul Millsap, who called himself Paul Millsap. Streetball Paul. Uh, he doesn't even have the worst nickname of any Paul in the NBA. Playoff P. And honestly, PG-13 is pretty weak. No, the, it's be, cool. He changed mm-hmm, his number disagree. to get it. That that it's makes cool. it lame. That people were like, huh, your initials are pg what if you changed your uniform number so you would represent something that's almost dangerous and scary? Like, PG-13 well, is the nickname of somebody who tops out at the conference finals. Oof. <laughs> Wasn't this a Bill Simmons suggestion, and then he just took it? I, I, I don't know. Bill, so, yeah. Almost anyone could have suggested that. I Bill Simmons is a great writer. Um, then it was me. I did. <laughs> I came up with it. It could have been. A, I, it does I'm sound like life. a Simmons thing, I would say. But, you know, it, that's his job to come up with humorous hypotheticals. It's Paul George's fault for making that a mediocre reality. Yeah, it would be like if the NBA actually created that tournament and then they were like, yeah, we're calling it the entertaining as hell tournament. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, That's we a can't bad name. Really, we can't really say that on television. <laughs> Entertaining as heck. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know what's PG thirteen? The name "Entertaining" is hell. <laughs> That's true. You're right on the border there. Uh, yeah, it might be the worst nickname anyone's ever given themselves, other than I guess uh, the Matrix. You know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Vino's bad. Vino was really bad, and you know how I feel about the landlord. Yes. The, the landlord, yeah. Latrell uh, Sprewell's nickname. The Matrix is so bad. <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> and people just went along with it like it was okay. You know what, though? Also bad? Black Mamba. Because what? he straight up just stole it from Kill Bill and then never acknowledged it. He hasn't even you know seen what I that mean? He definitely has seen that movie because he, nah. when he gave himself the name The Black Mamba, he, he straight up said the speech from the movie. Uh, someone gave him that. <laughs> what if he had called himself California right. Mountain Snake instead? <laughs> I, I, I'm into that. Um, but Playoff P, is, yeah. it was such a... like. Hearing him give himself that nickname, I wanted to change my prediction to this series to, like, <laughs> Jazz in two. <laughs> give up. Y'all haven't seen Playoff P, huh? What? Who's that? <laughs> oh, that's- but then the mind-boggling part is it worked. It was a he tremendous like a completely game. completely different person. Yeah, but at the same time, how can you say that you're a dominant playoff basketball player when you've literally never dominated in a playoff game before until this game? Like He hasn't been a, an amazing playoff basketball player. Let's look up 
very quickly his playoff numbers. I mean, it was pretty amazing when he yelled at CJ Miles last year for taking an open shot at the buzzer. <laughs> Look, yeah, that was pretty Gatorade cool. commercials don't lie. Uh, Paul George is uh, very someone cl- on, Someone on Twitter uh, cut up that commercial where instead of him taking a shot and making it, it was uh, him missing a game-winning shot in the playoffs last year. <laughs> it was awesome. I laughed. Uh, okay, let's see. Career 19.2 points per game, playoffs. Uh, let's see. 0.6 blocks, 1.7 steals, 3.9 assists, 7.3 rebounds, 804 free throw percentage. That's garbage. Uh, 80%? That's pretty good. For a free throws? Yeah. He's he's flirting with 70, like high what's 70. His, what's his That's normal? Yeah, he shoots 85% career. Okay, so he's down in the playoffs. Uh <laughs> 70 or 37% three, that's fine. But nothing dominant here, guys. These are some, um, these are some acceptable playoff P's. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't of think, of course, you I mean say, percentages. <laughs> I just don't mean that you're dominant when you have never been to the finals. That's just my. He played four games in the playoffs last year. Seven games in the playoffs. Yeah, but he, he he was the best player on teams that made the Eastern Conference Finals. And his three-point shooting has been really good in the playoffs, especially if you throw out, uh, you know, when he was like 20 and 21 and couldn't really shoot yet. Like, he's a consistent 40% three-point shooter. I mean, it's just, it's so, it. I feel like if he was more... If there was more of a possibility for him to like really embrace the fact that he's one of the absolute best guys in the second tier of NBA stars, yeah, but he just—I think he just so badly wants to be the man and a star, and it's like he's just he's gonna thirsty, top out at and I like, hate it. yeah, he's gonna top out at like <laughs> seventh in the M- MVP voting, which is again like. I mean, not this year, but, you know, that's really good. It's just he seems to want something that does not really exist for him. Well, that is the one thing that would lead me to believe he would go to the Lakers. Is because he would immediately be there. I think it's a done deal. He's got to be looking at uh, Carmelo Anthony opting into that contract next year, which is absolutely going to happen, and kind of being like, oh. Maybe. <laughs> I'll get back to you guys. Yeah. Hey, don't call me. I'll call you. Yeah. But but tremendous first game for Paul George. However, I don't really think he's going to shoot 8 of 11 from 3 again. Um, two notes on the Jazz. I watched a bunch of this game, and this is not a joke. Don't think I noticed Derek Favors at any point, even though he was yeah, playing 30 minutes. Me neither. And this is a yeah, bad thing to admit. He's not a real NBA player. We've we've went over this. He's a he's a false flag operation. <laughs> you know he's who, a crisis actor. <laughs> you know who else might be an undercover cop? Uh, Royce O'Neal, who played 20 minutes for the Jazz, and again may or may not be real. No, he exists. 
that's too many minutes about, for Royce O'Neal. I'm just going to say it. Here's my question about Jay Crowder. Uh-huh. Uh, was he wearing Timberlands in this game? Because it looked like he was wearing <laughs> Everyone was making that joke. <laughs> oh, really? I went, on, was it on, I went Twitter? on Twitter, and I was about to say something, and then no joke. Like, hey, guy, I was like, hey, he did that in his Timberlands. Like, oh, <laughs> if that guy's doing the joke, then it's, there's no way he's going to work on Twitter. He actually was kind of playing like Timbaland because he was pretty slow and did not appear to be in the best shape. <laughs> he was a real Magoo out there. All right. Um... <laughs> I still uh, stand by Jazz and Seven. You're, sta- am... you're standing by Jazz and Seven, huh? Rudy Gobert is a top 15 NBA player. Oh, wow. You weren't around for when we got yelled at by a Jazz fan for saying he wasn't. <laughs> He's really good. He's an incredible defensive player and changes the gravity of a basketball game with his mere presence in the lane. I am all, all about it. I wish he was better at offense, It just personally. seemed like the Thunder scored yeah. a lot of points. They did score a lot of points, but Stephen Adams did not seem like he wanted to post up at all the most of the game. There was one post up that I saw, I think it was in the second half, where he just kind of stood there with the ball and blinking for a while. Like, well, are you going to do it or not, buddy? Shit or get off the pot. And he finally did, and he missed. He's he also missed still himself. allowing Russell Westbrook to get a lot of rebounds. And yeah, maybe that's well, a good that, strategy. He gets the ball early, change. but yeah. That is not going to change ever. That guy, that guy is not there to rebound. All right, so you're sticking with Jazz in seven, Keen. What do you got? Um, you know, I don't feel. I felt bad about my prediction before. I still feel bad about it, but I'm not going to change it. So I'm going to stick with Thunder and six. I'm changing my prediction for sure. I think it's going to be Thunder and five. Wow, I this is I, you. I mean, that's I a lot. Of, that's the, the respect playoff P wants. I hate yeah. the Thunder. I want them to lose. There would be nothing funnier than them losing. But I just don't think the Jazz can score enough. Um, probably right. But wait till they get to Energy Solutions Basketball Coliseum. I mean, look, Joe Ingles is going to have a monster game. Um, um, I, that I can does. guarantee. He always does in the playoff. <laughs> playoff um, J. All right, let's talk about... The, the one, uh, the weirdest matchup in the East so far, the Cavs versus the Pacers. Before we talk about this game, what did you guys have going into it? Uh, I said Cavs in six. I had Cavs in four. <laughs> now I have Pacers in six. Whoa, Sean. Uh, I believe I said in print that I thought Indiana had a great chance to give LeBron his first first round loss in a while, but I meant literally losing one single game. I had Cavs <laughs> at five and I do not feel great about that prediction right now, I'll tell you. Uh I I I, I am I'm afraid to say this in public. I think the Cavs are done. I think this is it. I think they're finished. The the effort was very low. They stink. Yeah, they, yeah. They're they're playing it, a lot of Jeff Green. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seemed like Victor Oladipo was able to 
dribble like 40 feet unimpeded to the basket over and over again in that game. And I don't know if that's like because they're playing Kevin Love at center, um, but but they're the Cavs have not been running like like just basic things like running back on defense that they haven't been doing all year. They also were not doing on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and that seems like 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 what are you going to do to shuffle the lineup and get away from that? I have I have one suggestion. Start Larry Nance. Well, don't just don't start Jeff Green. I would almost prefer <laughs> four on five because then the, like, the, Jeff the Green cat... was zero for seven. He was on minus fifteen in his twenty-seven minutes. Twenty-seven oh. minutes and no points. <laughs> I see minus sixteen on Basketball Reference. It, it doesn't matter. They're both bad. This is their starting lineup: LeBron James, Kevin Love, Jeff Green, Rodney Hood, and George Hill. LeBron yeah. played 43, 44 minutes, essentially. Yeah. 43 minutes and 56 seconds. In a loss. And it, he was minus 13 on the court. It was, <laughs> it's one of the worst triple-doubles I've ever seen. And I well, have seen Evan Turner get a triple-double live. Of his 24 <laughs> 10 of them were from the free-throw line. Yeah, that's... He was all four from three. The, the whole team made... Kyle Korver missed all his threes, and you know some of these were probably open. Uh, J.R. Smith played well. I think you got to start J.R. Smith. Kyle Korver is hurt. Yeah, he played three minutes in the game. Man, Jordan Clarkson is uh, overrated, as everyone mm-hmm. who's ever seen him play basketball knows. Uh, he's he's Jamal Crawford with fewer skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Larry Nance is a, a very athletic guy, but it's it's debatable whether or not he can do much defensively besides a random steal here and there. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. Should yeah. they play Tristan Thompson? I think they should. They like, have to. They can't. He's cursed, dude. <laughs> because he because he cheated on Chloe, or just because he's a Canadian man named Tristan. <laughs> Big old fat butt. I mean, he got booed at home. Yep. <laughs> the weird thing is, like, in every... a game he didn't even play. <laughs> I am loving this. This is my favorite series by far. If game two is, <laughs> is, is half as good as this one, I might, I might marry this series. Also, Thad Young killing it. Oh boy. Well, he's a that. he's a member of that auspicious uh, uh, thirteen points. Uh-huh. Uh, 30% from three, six and a half rebounds, two steals club. Is mm-hmm. that right? What was that? Something what was that, that weird stat. The weird stat that's him, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and LeBron James in NBA history. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I would say the thing that should really bother the Cavaliers is they lost by 18 at home. That's not good. Uh-huh. But the Pacers didn't shoot particularly well. Like no, they did not. Corey Joseph missed a lot of shots. Bogdanovich missed a lot of shots. Uh, and Here's... Sabonis got into some kind of questionable foul trouble and didn't get to play that many minutes. And it was not close. As a team, they only shot 45%. Here's my question about this series, though, is isn't LeBron James going to figure out at some point that Boyan Bogdanovich is the one guarding him the majority of the time? I mean, he didn't figure it out. <laughs> 
yesterday. So, it, I mean, he I, – you're saying he should take more shots. Um, yes. <laughs> well, Boyan Bogdanovich's defensive rating was 85 <laughs> in the ball game. I really think – Cleveland sucks. I, I, bad. I have to say also this is somewhat similar to what a checked-out LeBron did in the 2010 playoffs – where yeah. he wasn't effective and he wasn't driving, thing. but he was also kind of picking up a lot of assists and rebounds to sort of make it look good. Yeah. So he might be gone, or maybe he shouldn't have played 82 games this year for no reason. Well, um, he <clears throat> certainly should not be playing 42, 44 minutes in game one of the playoffs against Indiana. It feels like the Cavs, if they win this series, are not going to get out of it in less than six games. And I kind of feel like their path to the finals has been based on getting sweeps and then letting LeBron like sleep in a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Like get (laughs) get a younger man's blood injected into his body. It's not a younger man's blood. It's Peter Thiel's blood, oh. which is younger a younger man's blood, but run through an uh, evil megalomaniac. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is not good, man. I'm telling you, this is they're not going to win. They can't win. Look at this team. I think I think this the immediate, not good. The immediate move is to start J.R. Smith, and then I maybe with Larry Nance Jr. too. Um. But yeah, they're they're in a lot of trouble. Yep. When when I, you're like, I oh, we gotta get Calderon <laughs> and Jordan Clarkson in there. Oh God! What I do like is that this was a double loss for Dan Gilbert because his team lost the game, but also Victor Oladipo talked a lot of shit about him afterwards <laughs> <laughs> by saying he was really upset when Dan Gilbert was like, let's just say the Pacers could have gotten a much better deal from us. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> God. No, they couldn't have. Yeah, I don't they, think oh, they no, could have. <laughs> oh, they have a draft, no, they have a draft pick. They have no, draft. the deal was better. I mean, Oladipo has turned out to be great, but they were supposed to – it was a three-way deal between the Nuggets and the Pacers, and they were getting Gary Harris. But, I mean, where not Victor Oladipo at this point maybe a top-10 NBA player? He's going to be really like fifth, in, fifth or sixth sure. in the NBA, right? I mean, he's very good. I don't know about top ten, but he's very good. Would sure. you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you rather have him than Paul George at this point? Playoff P? No way. <laughs> have you seen him? Have you, have you seen Playoff P, y'all? Uh, I, th- this team's... They're losing. They're losing. Uh, say I one more time. Losing, they're losing the series. I think they're winning the series, but losing LeBron in the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> I think LeBron's checked out. I think he's fully like, I'm happy to just ride off into the sunset. Do you think and he wants to make? That is in Philadelphia. Well, my, my, I just, I still can't. I, I just think he, he wants to beat the Raptors one more time. He still has like <laughs> one element of pure joy, and that's, uh, yeah, roasting the the Toronto Raptors. So I just want to make. He's going to be really gearing up for that. He's going to yeah. well, stick yeah. it to Drake. Okay, so Dave thinks they're losing six games. Uh, in six. Sean, what do you think? Uh, I still think the Cavs are winning the series, but I'm going to say seven. 
bold. I think they're going to win in six. Um, they still have LeBron James. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, LeBron James's best friend and running mate. Uh, uh, Dwayne Wade and the versus the Philadelphia 76ers. The series is tied 1-1. Uh, I have the Sixers in seven. Going uh, into I, it, I, I am saying the same thing. I had I had so much trouble predicting this one, but I I ended up saying Sixers in seven, which was my way of saying I don't really know. I could see yeah. either team winning, like, and I feel like the first two games also didn't really clarify it. Like, it seems like if Embiid comes back, like I thought. I thought Miami had a chance to steal the first two games, and now that it's a split, I think I I I feel like leaning towards Philly is correct because it sounds like well, he's going to be back. The one question I have though is, even if Joel Embiid comes back, can they stop playoff Dwayne Wade with the sea bass coursing through his veins? Yeah, <laughs> he just well, he eats it like it's like Popeye's spinach, baby. <laughs> He cracks open a can of sea bass yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, dumps it into his pipe. Yeah. What, if he, um, what, if he, what if he did like LeBron's shock celebration, but it was sea bass rubbing of... on his hands and he throws his face in the air. Everybody gets pelted with raw fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool. Dwayne Wade was fabulous last night, and I hate Dwayne Wade, so it pains me to say that. But he was so dope last night. Uh, it was uh, it was real fun to watch. It was very interesting uh, that how like un layup at the end of the game was so rad. <laughs> Let me say one thing real quick yeah. that leads me to believe that Miami is going to win this series. Uh-huh. They have not even worn the Miami Vice jerseys. <gasps> oh man, and that's worth. At least two wins in their home games, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's an intimidating jersey to play against. I think, I think Philadelphia, even if Embiid comes back, is going to lose this series. I'm saying Heat in seven now. Uh, the problem Philadelphia is having is something is wrong with JJ Redick. <laughs> He's too busy podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Someone take a microphone away from him and say, pick up a basketball. Lock the gates, JJ. Yeah, geez, felt... get out of the cat ranch and get on the court. It felt weird listening. He's minus nine yesterday. Shot one for seven from three. Horrible. And the announcers were Marco constantly... Bellinelli. God, uh, the announcers playing were... oh. so much better. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, the announcers kept blowing smoke up his ass, too, and it was like, oh, brilliant play from J.J. Oh, J.J. Reddick, so smart. And then you look, and it's like four assists and 11 points. Like, that's, that's not yeah, what you he's want. He's slipping them promo codes. <laughs> <laughs> he's driving the announcers with Blue Apron promo codes. Yeah, that's the problem. He had to actually cook and eat a Blue Apron meal after every quarter as per his contract. So he did. He got a little sluggish. After that. Some people have a, a slice of a, an orange slice or a drink Gatorade between. No, he's eating hats, chicken but... tinga tacos mm-hmm. with yeah, uh, it... Moroccan spices. <laughs> it comes in a box. And, I mean, all you have to do is prepare it, and, and some would say it's even fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get the whole get the whole team together <laughs> to make a blue apron. Uh, the other problem I think Philadelphia is having is they are playing a lot of Amir Johnson. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's I feel like that's completely solved when uh and comes, back. comes back. Like yeah. you you just lose a lot of Amir Johnson and then like he was he still was playing pretty well, but you kinda want Ilyasova to play about twenty minutes and not twenty eight minutes, you know? Yeah. Uh and then the other thing is that TJ McConnell is just getting his ass handed to him by these Miami guards. Like, they are not <laughs> afraid to just take the ball out of his hands. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, Can we uh, at least say that Ben Simmons is playing very well in these first two games? Ben Simmons nice. is amazing. Rules. Yeah. Love him. I definitely uh, think also that Marco if. Marco Bellinelli, so tight. Mm. And Dario Saric, the homie. You know I love Dario Saric. <laughs> the homie Dario. The legend. It's a D, Dario! <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Way cool. Uh, um, do you think, do you think right. if, if Embiid doesn't come back, I I think they're going to just bench Whiteside completely if he's not playing against Embiid at this point. I think you're right. What's the point? Dump him. Yeah. It's time I to mean, go, man. I mean, they should dump him anyway. He stinks. Well, I'm sure they. I've been would saying this for years. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a wonder they got two three good years out of him. I, I mean, could definitely. Yeah, I wish I, if David if sorry if Jerry West was not now with the Clippers, this would be the perfect season for Miami to wait for DeAndre Jordan to leave and then trade them Whiteside. Oh, he's such a I Clipper. love it. <laughs> oh my God. That would, they would be amazing with DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. I mean, I don't Boban, even think they need to guys. replace him with DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, they I don't just need mean DJ. send Whiteside to the Clippers and he'd can love I, it. Can I make another impossible Clippers trade here in this series? Uh-huh. What yeah. if, imagine, uh, Dario Saric and Milos Teodosic together. Uh, Can you imagine? I mean, <laughs> could you play Saric, you Teodosic, and Gallinari together without like like Zaklo's sun- favorite basketball team? I feel like they would have to replace their bumble patches with Drakkar Noir. Like that would be just the new song. Like, we can't. We don't have any Marble choice. <laughs> Marvel Weird clove cigarettes, yeah. <laughs> Wearing too much cologne. Okay, we're down with that. Oh man, I just I need I need it. I need that team to come together. Uh, well, while we're at it, the the um, the Clippers might as well also sign Mario Hazonia too. Ooh, oh uh, yeah, the block Mamba. <laughs> and there's no there's no NBA prospect that I am more disappointed in than him. He was all right this year. I talked about the the series in garbage time. He was terrible. (laughs) I I drafted him in in his rookie year for my fantasy team. What was I thinking? (laughs) That was stupid. (laughs) I was totally smitten by every interview, all of the highlights from his Slavic nation. Like nope. when he said Messi should come watch him play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, all right. I think he should come to the Nuggets, actually, because they don't play defense anyway. They've got a bunch of Eastern European coaches. It's perfect. Send him to Denver. Mm. I love um, it. All right. My last question about this series, guys, mm-hmm. is is it me 
Or did Eric Spolstra age 10 years this season? He looks really bad. <laughs> looks like he has slept in a long time. <laughs> he looks like he's been dipping into some of that China white. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, also, I mean, I think... <laughs> go ahead. It's not good. I think just being around Hassan Whiteside does that. That's what I was going to say. Him and... Him and <laughs> I, I also feel like Goran Dragic, not a picnic. No. <laughs> But don't you think getting Dwayne Wade back was was the light at the end of the tunnel? For oh, him? it helped. It helped. And I think I think like Josh Richardson's weirdly good. Kelly Olynyk is that's the him kicking ass was a surprise. Um, yeah, can I? He's a scrappy dude. He's a good playoff performer. Yeah. Can I also ask you guys one other question? Sure. Uh, what's with Tyler Johnson's face? Oh, you mean? <laughs> I feel like it's. Like, he got his beard styled at Schrute Farms. He looks like most. He looks like Dwight Schrute's brother But Mose. he's also he's also missing multiple teeth. Yeah. Well, no, he's a... Uh, Why doesn't he want to fix his teeth? <laughs> Isn't he making, like, $18 million next year? <laughs> there are probably girls who think it's sexy. He looks like a... Uh... Oh, he he looks like he should be he's playing in the wrong playoffs right now. He should be the third line center for the Winnipeg Jets. Have you well, seen his hockey hair and a hockey mouth? Like. <laughs> look at him in his rookie season and look at him now. He's on meth. Oh he's his... taking meth. This is oh, so you think he's on meth, Dave? <laughs> Well, look, I, at, look at what happened to him. What happened? He was this fresh-faced kid, and now he's missing teeth, and he's got a beard that isn't finished. Well, let me. Um, so it's here's like, it's here's like someone painted a beard on him and stopped halfway through. It was like good enough. He looks like what's that thing that that, that like ninety-nine cent toy you get where you add like, Dapper Dan using magnets? Yeah, he looks like Dapper Dan. <laughs> Like if Dapper if Dapper Dan was like a U.S. senator during Reconstruction, that's. <laughs> uh, so can I give you some? To get his beard clean. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, can I give you some Tyler Johnson teeth quotes? Yes. He, he says that his fiance likes it this way because I'm less attractive. She just is cool with me looking as ugly as possible. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, he also claims he he has been losing teeth <laughs> since his college days, which what that supports your meth theory. He said, I lost the majority of them in a practice. I think I lost like six in practice. From there, I probably lost in a game like four, something like that. And then Spolstra said, we don't know what to do with him. Goran had his teeth fall out last week again, and like a responsible professional, he went the next day to get it taken care of. I told him he's not allowed to get it taken care of again unless he takes Tyler with him. And then he said, to each his own. And then he just said, they asked Tyler Johnson again, and he said, I mean, I'd prefer to have all my teeth. I don't know. Maybe this summer I'll get them fixed. But right now there's not a whole lot we can do. There absolutely is a whole lot they can do, which involves replacing your missing teeth. Uh, what is like like does he not wear a mouthpiece maybe (laughs) hey look it's like they say lots of meth happy beth yeah um all right so so we've got 
we've got Tyler Johnson looking like he's on methamphetamine. We have we have Eric Spolster looking like he's strung out on cocaine. <laughs> on white side. What's going on in Miami? I would say both teams combined. Someone needs combined. to get Dwayne Wade to help these people. Yeah, like like Dwayne Wade has a book about fatherhood, and I don't I don't know if that's bullshit or anything, but at least he'd be like, I this is how I taught my son to shave. This is where I taught my son how to brush his teeth. Like these are things that he could use. Like Kelly Olynyk needs some help. Like a lot of them. They're like the Lord of the Flies. Wait, is rescuing them on the island before they kill Piggy? See, I think it's it's more the opposite. I think Dwayne Wade is like. Uh, the Fagin from Oliver Twist, and these are his. <laughs> the, yeah, these are his 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 team of street urchins designed to steal the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> oh boy! And they sing a song that's "No Food, Glorious No Food" because the Heat make everybody <laughs> starve. Joey, did you say uh, that – I don't remember if this was from Joey, but did you say that the Heat's backcourt looks like it's all school shooters? I did not say that, but whoever did Whoever that said that, that's genius. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then the, the Sixers seem like they have a lot of, like, thugs that would fight Steven Seagal in a movie. Like, Ursan Yulusov, you're like, yeah, that could be, like, the boss's assistant. Well, this uh, is a he series of them all, isn't it? <laughs> who, who um, series. Uh, I think the Sixers are still going to win because I think Joel Embiid is going to come back heroically. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was cool. that was at Ethan underscore Booker who said that. Sorry. Uh, shout out to my homie. I want the Sixers to win, but I kind of think Miami is a better coach team with more experience, and they're going to win. I think they're going to steal it, too. Yeah. It's going to be sad for the process, but it's an important learning experience for all Mm -hmm. of us. And I think Embiid might not play in Game 3. Like, they're... I think they only cleared him from the concussion protocol, like, last night or something? I don't know. Yeah, I can see him not playing, and then being very mad at Brett Brown and getting him fired in the offseason. (laughs) <laughs> um, well, it'll be LeBron James that gets him fired in the offseason. Um, anyway, uh, let's go to our final series. Ugh. Uh, the Raptors to... versus the Wizards. I... This is, this is like this just series. like the huge shuddiest teams of them all. I had the Raptors in four going into this series. I'd uh, say five. Yeah, I said five. I mean, the, the Wizards are an out-of-control, dysfunctional nightmare. And yet, we're close to winning this game somehow. <laughs> like it, it was, it should have been the blowout that, like, like it, it, I feel like it was a blowout for a while, right? And it then, was, guys. Neither of these teams want to win this series, so well, I don't. Weird... I can't tell you who's going to win because neither of them want to. The weird thing about the Raptors is they do have guys who want to win the series. They're just rookies and bench players. <laughs> like, watching that game, I was like, man, the Raptors' best players are OG Ananobi and uh, Delon Wright. 
I mean, he was great. <laughs> Delon, Delon Wright, really good. Uh, and all the after the game, they just didn't even seem happy. They were just like happy to not lose their first game of the playoffs for the first time. <laughs> the first time ever. They uh, haven't won game one in a series since the Vince Carter, uh, Allen Iverson uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Oy. You know who's going to be the, the 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 hero of this series if if he plays is Fred Van Vliet, guys. Yeah, I love oh. that guy. It's a Van Vliet series. It does seem crazy that Washington was leading that game in the fourth quarter, though. It was so crazy because I fell asleep briefly watching this game, uh-huh. and the Raptors bench was in, and they were up by, like, nine when I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up literally, like, two minutes later. It was, like, one of those naps that felt like uh, an hour, but it was really, like, two minutes, you know? And the Raptors starters were in, and they were down by four. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? Well, they took out Pascal Siakam, and that was the problem. Siakam's razor. Could I, my I'm going to give one... Just suggestion for the Toronto Raptors in general. Um, make Drake sit in his seat. I don't yep. think it's helping. Like, <laughs> like every time that Drake has been this courtside global ambassador, their postseason has been like a nightmare. Their stars are disoriented. And I think it's because they're distracted by Ovo over there just yelling out random nonsense <laughs> louder than their coach. <laughs> Uh, the play is Young Money One. What? <laughs> they played a lot of guys in this game, by the way. Mm-hmm. They played too many guys. Norman Powell got five minutes. Norman Powell shouldn't be playing at all. No. I like Norman Powell, but he was not been good this season. Uh, Bebe was really good down the stretch. Bebe fucking ruled. But yeah, they have to figure out early in the game which of their bigs that's not Jonas Valanciunas should be playing and then just play that big. So you're Whether saying it's Purtle Purtle. or Siakam or Bebe, like, they just need to ride whichever one of those guys is playing well. So, so they've, been, I... they've basically played a traditional center the entire game with Purtle, Bebe, or Valanciunas, and I don't know that that's nece- necessary against the Wizards when Gortat is out. Like... Yeah, like if they're gonna play Mike Scott at center, just just play one of your awesome threes or fours. Like you don't, it's not that hard to handle Mike Scott. That's all I'm saying. And you've got you've got Ibaka, who's who's a yeah. sizable player oh, in the front it court. Feels Here's weird. the problem with Ibaka. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he scored 23 points in the game. What's the problem? He yeah. did not look good though. That was not a good 23. He points. was eight of 11. He was three of four from three. What's your problem? He kept getting lost on defense and on rebounds. Like, well, maybe I would rather that were mean. like, I would rather that was like Siakam. Like, I didn't think he was good at all. Like, Siakam. the numbers lie. Siakam damn near killed him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations, Dave, on naming the episode. Thanks, buddy. Uh, no, come on. Ibaka, Ibaka is a, is an important offensive player when Kyle Lowry's scoring 11 points. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, uh, that's just going to happen. They said he had flu-like symptoms after the game, and uh, 
I think it was more like everybody's sick of his bullshit, right? <laughs> that is not a Mamba mentality. Guy needs to train with Kobe this offseason. Do you think That's Demar's right. going to have a good game, or is he just going to continue to struggle constantly? I think the latter is going to be true, unfortunately, for the Raptors. Uh, oh, the other question I had was, uh, do you think that before the series is over, Markeith Morris and Serge Ibaka are going to fight? Like, yep. they're two of the fightingest uh, players in the league. I don't think it's going to be Markeith. I think it's going to be Ubre oh. and uh, Ibaka. But, wow. yes. <laughs> I think it's going to be uh, Thomas Sadoransky and OG Anunobi. Oh. I could see it. We've been waiting for that battle for a while. It's been simmering. <laughs> I hate um, this, this. I almost hate this more than Boston and Milwaukee. I hate Dwayne, it. Dwayne Casey did a, a really good coaching job, I thought, too. I thought so, too. Um, I still, you know what? Even though they were bad, even though this game was pretty bad, uh, I'm sticking with my uh, Raptors in four. I, I just don't trust I the Wizards. Washington they is just, not good. They clearly hate each other. Yep. And, like, John Wall shot, like, 0 for 50 in the restricted area. <laughs> that's why <laughs> six I... Of, six of 20. <laughs> that's that's, that's why I think they're going to steal a game, though. Is but like... to me, that seems like just a subtweet of what everybody was saying about him when he was gone. He was like... Like they were all like, "Yeah, it's great. Everybody touches the ball. Everyone gets to shoot." And then John Wall comes back and shoots five for twenty, and they're just like, "Ugh." I mean, he did have this. he did have fifteen assists, but yeah, he dominated the ball a little more than he <laughs> should have. Otto Porter only got seven shots, and far be it for me to stump for Otto Porter Jr., but that's not really enough touches. <laughs> Uh, I think I think they're gonna just have like a scoring explosion at some point and win a game, but uh, I do not think the Raptors uh, should be that worried in this series. Um. All right, that's the playoffs. We got some games tonight. What are, what game are you guys most excited for tonight? Bucks Celtics, baby. No. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> I think probably Pelicans Trailblazers of the three. That should be the most. <laughs> Like the least ugly, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that game was super fun too. Yeah. So it, you got a lot of hot young talent. Um you I just Sol- I always Solomon love Hill. watching there's just a bunch of guys I love watching. Um obviously like each one, each one more. more is number one. <laughs> I was waiting. It was either gonna be he or he and I think there's gonna be less Evan Turner, which is just good for America. Tonight. Yeah, it's good for everybody. It's good for it's good for my band. That's a big one. Uh, yeah, the, this in the first round, best of five is what it needs to be. Adam mm-hmm. Silver, I know you're listening. Just cut to the chase here, buddy. This yeah, is stupid. Get it done. This is very done. This oh. is very dumb. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave. Anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm at Dave underscore chilling on Twitter. I, I, that's yeah. Yeah. Follow me there for all my hot thoughts on tonight's basketball games. It's been, it's, you're uh, a very, you're an say, excellent NBA playoff follow Dave. Yeah. Once the playoffs started, I'm really locked in. 
Mm-hmm. It just it just starts to flow out. You could call me Playoff D. I would say yeah, Twitter D. <laughs> playoff playoff D. D. Playoff D. All the ladies love Playoff D. Uh, and I'm gonna say, I think I can speak for both Sean and the fans of Round Ball Rock. Welcome back, Dave. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm actually you. not uh, not able to do the show every week. My new contract says <laughs> I can't. I wish I was lying, but I will be here fairly as much as i can be during the playoffs yeah how's that how's that sound that sounds great good good um and sean anything you want to plug a lot of basketball stuff going up on yard barker some stuff's up already there's a recap of the big three some looks at player matchups uh and there should be a thing up tomorrow morning about uh where it went wrong for all the NBA teams who missed the playoffs this year. I mean, not Great. all of them, but the ones that were trying to make the playoffs who missed the playoffs. I'm going to make fun of the Clippers a lot. I'm I'm in the midst of nice. making fun of the Clippers a lot. Uh, oh, and also Sacramento Punchline with Shang Wang, April, uh, uh, April 26th through 28th. Wild. All right, yeah. and uh, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at uh, Frankie Muniz's girlfriend pay, at Pagey Price, Ooh. who this week tweeted, hey, person who robbed our goodwill pile in our garage last night, you may have taken our filing organizers and old iPhone chargers, but you forgot the scale. What the heck? Come back. So <laughs> Frankie Muniz's luck has now officially rubbed off on his girlfriend, Pagey Price. Oh, you're uh, in trouble, Pagey. Pagey, I'm so sorry. Get a breed up. Uh, Get a breed up. <laughs> uh, trust the process, you guys. You guys, bye. bye. Shut it down. Let's go home. Shout out to Milwaukee, man, we chillin' in the league Chris Money Middleton, we hate him for the three The Bucks are called the Bucks cause they are money They are not a joke, I promise you can trust me Giannis Antetokounmpo, all-stars make some room though Got the new logo and now we on the new flow Shout out Della Dover cause I know you got that hustle Ice in all they veins, do the thing like Russell Brogdon be a rookie, he's still dunking on LeBron though Yeah they got raw talent, there will never be a John though Last week I blocked a girl and I felt like John Henson The Bucks are on the come up, that's what they forget to mention Watch us become the beast of the East Watch us win the whole thing, damn near at least You know they got experience, shout out my boy Terry They got the coldest flow like Dave, Ben and Jerry Oh my god, oh my god, I don't get why they hate The Bucks are on the new wave, you should hop, I know you late You know they got that coaching and that shout out to the kids Nobody gonna do it ever quite like he did I've been waiting for a title, last one was 71 Wolf fans don't be talking cause that's 0-2-1 We haven't got no title since before I was born Now we gotta make some noise, gotta get like a horn Milwaukee! Go Bucks go! 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 go. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.